0: All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Cart Overflow, the show where we dive into e-commerce marketing strategies and tactics to help brands grow. And today we have Anne Zuckerman, who is the president of Edith Inc. And with a really unique and interesting take on women's lingerie brand that we're going to dive into and learn more about. But Anne, thank you so much for joining.
1: Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be here.
0: Yeah, fellow podcaster as well, DTC operator. And so you, you've stated that you have a long history getting to this point of Edith's and with your brand, disks We'd love to hear how this started and how it kind of like was passed on to you because it seems like there's a deep family tradition in this business.
1: Well, there is. My mother opened her lingerie store in 1956. My grandparents had a background in business. So when she opened her store, The inventory was all done in notebooks on graph paper with sticks, as I used to call them. My grandmother had the style number on one side and the sizes at the top, and she would have the total quantity and then how many were sold on a daily basis of each unit. So going forward, what happened was my mother became ill. I ended ended up inheriting the business. My grandmother had passed away and then my mother passed away and I had the business with these four gigantic notebooks. So the first thing I did was I transitioned to a barcode system with readers and set it up on a computer. So that's where I started and I moved into that direction. In the meantime, well, that I did to transition my business from the old notebooks. And then I started moving forward. But then as many retailers have happened, the, I had an escalating rent structure and it was very difficult. And I was in Princeton, New Jersey, and I decided to move to a smaller space, but I moved right before, right before September 11th. And I sent out 2000 postcards in time for Anthrax, which came out of the Trenton post office. So the signs were on the wall. But in the meantime, I had seen a product and I said, I can do better than that. And my mother had passed away. My business was floundering and I decided to go for it. I was already older and I thought, what have I got to lose? I might as well just see what happens. And I happened to meet an engineer and I got a patent for Bezzy Broad Discs and then I decided that I wanted to manufacture in the United States. So I I ended up purchasing a mold and started manufacturing, but then you're going from old school retail into modern day Internet. And I had some familiarity with it because I had I had started learning e-commerce in basically 1998. I mean, it was not what it is today, but at least I had an idea of the direction that I needed to go in. And so from there, I started I knew that I had to advertise i knew i had to get my product on the market i started out by doing trade shows and meeting retailers and creating a whole wholesale business but i still there were still so much that i needed to learn and so i moved into i moved into funnels and started just opening my eyes to everything that was out there
0: yeah so if we can just get a, a visual description or or yeah just a description of what a broadest is it i think you describe it to camouflage protrusion of a bra and there are four different colors and it's basically you, you buy a pair and it's 25 dollars online that's
1: that's about it basically women have a problem some women <clears throat> have a problem you're in a a business situation you're in an office you're in a networking meeting and you're wearing a sweater and you suddenly realize you're having a headlight moment. And so what happens? No one's paying attention to what you have to say because you're having a moment and my product camouflages and is great for business women.
0: Got it. Okay. So, and, and yeah, a couple of the defining features or, or yeah, I guess features of the product latex free, um, foldable, reusable, and I guess more and more comfortable. So your store is a single product store, right? Yes. Yeah. And I would love to learn a little bit about that in terms of how you are driving awareness. So you mentioned that you're you're testing funnels, you're testing your podcast in order to get awareness. Uh can you describe a little bit about the traffic that's coming to your site, whether it's like paid versus organic and how that's, how you're actually like building the awareness.
1: At this point, all of, all of my traffic is organic. Nice. In the past I have done advertising. I've also had my product in swag bags because it's a product, it's a lingerie product, and so they were in swag bags at the Emmys and also at some BET awards. Nice. So that's how I originally got myself out there. And as I said, I did trade shows. So what I did was I got it into stores. So it, was, it, it has been all word of mouth. But then was noticed I had a notice in Oprah's magazine. That drove a lot of traffic. Then I tried advertising through Facebook, but the ROI just wasn't there. I did a magazine ad, again, the ROI just wasn't there. So how do you move? And so I still do a really wholesale business, mostly through resellers on Amazon. Mm. So if you go to Amazon, you don't see me, but you see some other people. And I think that's one of the, one of the overlooked aspects of Amazon. There are a lot of mom and pop businesses who have helped wholesalers like me get our product out there.
0: Got it. Wait, so when you say I wouldn't see you, is is it branded as a Bezzy broad disk?
1: Yes, it's all oh. branded Bezzy, but the resellers that I have obviously are selling under their names. Right. They're not right. selling They're my product still has my name, but you're buying from them not directly from me.
0: Got it. Okay, so a lot of the business is either organic traffic that's coming to convert and some of that might be from word of mouth like was some of the partnerships or trade shows that you've been a part of and then you are also getting a fair amount of business from wholesalers that buy your product then sell it on amazon as part of their own inventory sure awesome that that's really cool have you ever thought about using amazon as a direct channel yourself
1: i have but this is where the this is the challenge i can't be everything and so i'm very good at wholesale distribution i'm very good at my retail distribution but to learn the ins and outs of amazon is a lot more complicated i have a shopify store people purchase directly from me through shopify so i'm there but amazon is totally different and I prefer to do business with people who understand that platform.
0: Yeah. I I, I can hear that for sure. I spent a fair amount of time in the Amazon ecosystem working for software that helps Amazon sellers. There are a lot of nuances. You definitely have to play by the Amazon rules, can't violate any TOS terms of service. And it definitely can be very competitive. So constantly like staying on the Bleeding edge of new strategies and stuff is is critical, um, but the upside, I guess, of of your strategy is that you do maintain the customer data. You do build a direct relationship with customers if they buy direct from you, as opposed to if they buy on Amazon or from your from your wholesalers. That that customer data isn't there for you. I'm curious about the the product in terms of like once they do purchase, how you are ensuring the right user experience that they see the they realize the actual benefits that the product offers and then how that extends to repurchase rates and how you get more people to purchase to increase lifetime value especially if this product is intended to be reusable where you know it's not like a replenishable thing that that will run out eventually
1: yeah it is totally reusable my i do have quite a few customers who come back to me to repurchase and then there, there, there is the loyalty to the retail establishment that they originally purchased from. I'm in the process of doing an email campaign. We all do. I use different CRMs. I've just transferred to a different one. So I'm moving in that direction. And it, it, it is a challenge. There's no mm. doubt about it. It is a challenge. Yeah, but how does... E- Oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, what I was going to say was because I have one SKU, that also makes it a challenge. Because if you have a bunch of different SKUs, then it's easier to do an email campaign because you're constantly showing somebody something new. Most of my customers come to my product because they understand that they have any. My product is manufactured in the United States, which is excellent in terms of my own business because... I have quality control and it's available in four different colors so it fits my niche market
0: right and yeah i was curious then like you know if, if with one SKU there's this fine balance i guess of maintaining a warm relationship with customers in terms of like constantly uh, or sending communication to emails sms but then not just pounding them with with the one product. So how do you approach your email strategy so that you do remain top of mind so that this problem does stay like as a persistent challenge in the customer's mind and then kind of convert them from visitor to customer?
1: Sure. That's what I'm working on right now. So it's crazy. Over the years, I have been involved with different network marketing companies and i'm working with one right now so that when i send out my product they also get a sample of something else that gives them access to my website multiple websites and i'm currently doing a podcast also and i'm here with you so that i have greater visibility it's it is a challenge there's no doubt about it it is a challenge and i'm working on an email campaign at the moment because it's very important, but okay. I do own my own list. Yeah. So that's fantastic. That's also good.
0: Yeah. And, and in terms of growing the list, anything that you've learned that, that's effective to, to get people to opt in to open a relationship with them via email?
1: Not yet. My, my business perspective is from the back room mm. because I came from retail. This has been an interesting transition i understand what i need to do but it is v- extremely challenging so recently i decided that i would sell a lingerie line that's already in existence because i wanted to expand and i've created a funnel for that as well to see where i can move forward
0: sure that's not live yet that's in production and then you're you're kind of like building up towards the campaign
1: i do have a website it's bezzywoman.shop
0: oh oh, oh, okay and it's
1: also through shopify
0: interesting okay
1: it's all i've had to pivot many many times and i won't say that i'm successful always because i'm not but no one is so it's been very very interesting to see how to grow a business within a niche market with one product
0: yeah now what, what i really love about what you're doing is your approach to it your humility that yeah it is it is very hard and i will i will absolutely stand by you with that from my own experience as well and then so you're 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 very active in sharing it with the, the just wanted to ask podcast and then almost using yourself as a beacon of like inspire in, inspiration and as an example that others can do it even when there might be some self doubt or thoughts that you might not succeed what what are or what is maybe that like that one thing that you've learned through this all that has helped you the most to get from where you were where you inherited this business and and had a vision with a patent to where you are now with a product with an expanding line and trying to grow from there
1: years ago, I heard someone say that the people who succeed are not necessarily the people with the most education, but they're the people who just refuse to quit. And my family lived through the Second World War, came to the United States basically with nothing and created a life. My I I think that That is the most important thing for any business, especially a small business or someone starting out. The fact that you really have to put your all into it. You have to keep your eyes open and see what's happening because everything changes from day to day and you don't know where the changes are coming from or where they're going. So I meet with my accountant once a year and every time I walk into his office, he says, and you're still here. And that and I show him my website and I tell him what I'm doing. I think that for those of us who are smaller businesses, I think the most challenging part is that sometimes the tech the tech aspect, the software, and everything else becomes overwhelming. And there are a lot of people out there who are willing to help. They all have processes for large companies, they don't necessarily want to speak to people who have small companies or startups. I think that's one of the biggest challenges. But as I said, I just refuse to quit.
0: I love it. Yeah, that's it, not many places. The the notion of being a cockroach is a compliment, but that's what you got to do, right? You got to survive, the, you know, like all different circumstances, conditions, and, and just proceed forward. So kudos to you for doing that. I, I hope to take that to heart myself. And thank you so much for sharing your, your thoughts and insights and experiences. Where can we learn more about you, your podcast, Bezzy, Broaddisks?
1: Well, my website is bezzywoman.com, B as in boy, E-Z-I, woman.com. I also have the just wanted to ask.com, which features my podcast, but also has links. And then I just created annzuckerman.com
0: fantastic a-n-n-e yeah a-n-n-e
1: zuckerman.com i'm all over the place
0: that's awesome well kudos to you and thank you so much for joining today and that's the episode for today thanks so much for listening all the way to the end we love you for it If you found anything valuable at all, or want to share your feedback, please leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can also just drop us a line, hello at cartoverflow.com. We'd love to hear your feedback or suggestions so we can cover it in a future episode. All right. See you next time.